The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight. The information contained within the following podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All opinions, views, and statements are those of the panelists and not representative of any business, nonprofit organization, deity, government, or anybody really. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, it's Monday once again, and that can mean only one thing. A new episode of the Utah Outcast for you guys all to enjoy. Uh, we're your semi-weekly podcast that we, we view as a bastion of blue, filled to the brim with uncensored, left-leaning, and unabashedly atheist content. This is episode number 87, and we're so glad to have you guys along, right? And gals. More people out there than guys and gals. Than even you non-binary people, we're glad to have you along too. Uh, I'm your glorious host, X, and this is our current events and serious topic discussion for the week. And joining me for the ride are my co-hosts, Felicia Entwistle, and making his triumphant return, Jeff Linville. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Good to be back. All right. So now that we got the introductions out of the way, let's see what we've got lined up for News You Missed. The universe is beautiful. Something like a new woman that I was going to date. You're dark, and you're, you're massive, and you have a black hole. And all of those elements I want to explore, just like you would explore on a new date. You want to dive deep into them and and feel around and just see see what's going to come out of that. The time it takes to get from one star to another star is instead you need to travel at the speed of light. And us humans can't even fathom the concept of that kind of time because it's really, 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 really fun to think about taking a speed of light ride. So this first news item that we have comes from the Daily Coasts or Costs, is it? I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but the cost, cost, whatever the guy's name is. I don't give a shit. Anyway, yeah, this, this came on. from our, uh, one of our listeners, Alan Perkinhoff. And no, we didn't butcher his name like they did with, uh, like they did on the Godless Revolution. Ryan, you did a wonderful job butchering that name last episode. That was funny as Good hell. Good job, Ryan. So anyway, uh, Missouri representatives are equate, uh, uh, sorry, a single representative, not representatives, uh, is equating sperm to tadpoles. <laughs> so not even the same thing at all. So of oh, course, on, should they look the same? Any, anybody, <laughs> anybody have a guess on uh, what what persuasion this guy is uh, politically? Anybody want to wager a guess on how intelligent oh. this man is? <laughs> well, seeing as how he knows nothing about sexual reproduction cells, clearly, I'm gonna say Republican. You, you know, would, you would be correct. He is Representative Mike Moon in Missouri. Shot. And he, it says here in the article, has always been on the cutting edge of reproductive thought, but in presenting his argument for HJR 18, a personhood piece of legislation, he tilted into an area that is concerning, not just for pro-choice defenders, but also for, well, people who are worried about hygiene and sexual health. So in a back and forth discussion on the legislation at hand, Representative Moon equated sperm with a tadpole. 
asserting that they were both alive. Wow. Yes, but no, because a sperm is a single-celled organism, um, one cell, not an animal yet. And, 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 a, and a tadpole is and past so the therefore technically yes, stage. alive. <laughs> it is, in fact, it is, in fact, tadpole is an animal now. Yeah. It is an animal now. It uh, it, yeah. it to to actually be considered life you know it has to be able to do the the length of things that you have to have it has to seek shelter it needs to reproduce it needs to consume it needs to excrete it needs to do all of these things to be considered alive you know Sperm sperms aren't going to reproduce things. or any of that stuff so but that's we're just fucking podcasting utah what are we going to know and when it comes to science and everything this guy's a, obviously a fucking genius so uh, clearly cutting edge of reproductive knowledge and health I can't mm-hmm. wait to see his peer-reviewed uh, research. What well, does he think that the egg is? Does he think that the egg is a puddle and that like the baby is just made of the sperm? Like I, I just want to <laughs> understand. I or, just want to understand. Maybe, maybe the egg is actually the protein that the sperm gets to sprout legs and lose the tail. Now there is video for this, but we're not going <laughs> to dig into the video on this but one. The but the sperm loses its tail. Yeah, correct. Yeah, when it pops into the uh, yeah, Egg. It, it's fucking simple. Uh, the group that's uh, talking against him is Naral N A R A L. I don't know yeah, yeah. what it stands for, but uh, they quickly responded, pointing out the differences. the The fact the subject could be raised brings serious concerns as to the state's the state of sex education in Missouri, or in no fact, shit. basic biology. Also mm-hmm. of concern is how women would adjust to this argument. After all, the idea of sex, which involves the equivalent of tadpoles, seems incredibly off-putting, to say the least. Yeah, women, I mean, this is your trees. deal. I mean, even plants Ooh, have baby, sperm. I'm going to dump some tadpoles in you. But I mean, Oh, tadpole on my chest. <laughs> my socks are full of tadpoles. <laughs> That's why they get Ew. stiff. <laughs> Just all around. Now I'm... Yeah, anytime like people like are are loving the, all the flowers and the trees and everything, I'm like that. I'm like, that's a plant sexual organ. <laughs> it is. It is. Vagina. Oh, look how pretty they are! I'm gonna put my nose right in this flower and go. It's like it's like the equivalent of sniffing a dude's urethra. It's just that's what it seems like to me. It's just like. Uh. <laughs> it smells no, good. I love those excretions. I think I'll buy a dozen for my wife. <laughs> I also love them. <laughs> I also really think that sperm and eggs are neat. Well, they they're are just neat, neat, but they're they're not what this guy's claiming to be. Fucking no, that doesn't also. even make any fucking sense. Like, just they look kind of the same, but you know, you can see one with the naked eye, and the other you cannot. Well, you said the word naked. This mm. is not a discussion. No, now it's, it's, okay. now it's just fucking ruined, time. isn't it? <laughs> This is so, just too fucking crass to have a goddamn conversation about. So this Mike Moon guy, he's a real fucking piece of work. He represents an area called Ash Grove in Missouri. Uh, he's got himself in trouble in the past with his legislative shit, if I can speak correctly here, uh, including plans to put refugees into camps, and he also put up a oh, bill last it. year uh, which raised national attention because of his anti-choice status. He joined with other Republicans Shocked to advance me, legislation over limiting or ending services in Missouri. So this is what it says here. He sponsored the personhood bill, 
And it compared the U.S. Supreme Court's uh, ruling in Roe v. Wade, the case that legalized abortion, to the, ni- the 1857 Dred Scott rule that concluded that all black slave as well as free were not and could not become citizens of the United States. And he said, the court got it wrong with Dred Scott, and with Roe versus Wade, the court also got it wrong. Wow. So he so knows the Dred Scott case. It. He knows that mm-hmm. case. Oh, okay. But he has no idea that a sperm is not a tadpole. You know, it's but that's a like singular cell. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive like a tadpole. No, dude. It's not. alive. It is okay. I, I think I misspoke earlier. What I was trying to say is it is life, technically, but it's not alive. Yeah. Huh? It's, huh? It doesn't have the huh? life process. I mean, uh, yeah. It's a cell. It's a yeah. cell and it does things, you know. Does this it does its cellular duty. And then it c- combines with another cell, and then they go through meiosis, right? Meiosis. Yes. I meiosis, still, meiosis, to this day, my, get mitosis my and meiosis mixed yes, up. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's clear that Moon has waged consistent effort to get rid- to end abortion in Missouri, and his newfound lack of understanding biology, which brings up serious questions about his understanding of science. It boggles his mind, <laughs> at least mine among many, to believe that a sitting representative could equate sperm to tadpole. Uh-huh. Especially a yeah. representative from a rural area of the state where he's likely to have seen tadpoles up close. Oh, but yeah. That's amazing. What does he think goes on in there? Like, I just... Does he think that important? in the right circumstances... Oh, oh, wait, because, because wait. This person t- has the best t- comment here. The best comment at the very bottom of this article is okay. fucking amazing. It says, there is a vast difference between sperm and tadpoles. Vast. Ah, that's, that's funny. That, that is a good funny. One. That is good. That is good. I enjoyed that. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, Nails, know what your know what your vast difference is, guys. Just Google it. Vaz. Oh, I know. I, I heard they're going to be doing the the mobile vas clinic over here, like nearby me, like for cheap rates. And I'm like, hmm, I might go mm. do that. <laughs> Get I, myself I keep a weekend. William. Keep telling William that I'm uh that and he's agreed. He's he's agreed to it. As soon as that Vasagel is out, I'm yep. getting my IUD out. He's getting that. Boom, Tim. All the way. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, it, I should probably hold off for that one. So and if, I'm not and in that if big you're of a patron show, yeah. I can tell uh, my wonderful story of my uh, <gasps> snip snip. Oh yeah? Ooh, oh, yeah. interesting. Maybe you we'll guys might maybe you future. guys maybe you guys might have to chip in a dollar this week to hear that story. We'll find out. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> trust me, show. it's worth it. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, after hearing one friend going through it, I'm like, eh, I'm not in that big of a hurry to get it done. <laughs> I mean, I got twins, but like she salted the earth and you know burnt it to the ground. So I mean, it's it's very unlikely for a for any for any egg to hold purchase. But the thing is, I'm still worried every time. <laughs> No. I know we were calling him. Fucking idiot. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> anyway. Do suck. They do suck. They're a pain in the ass. They totally. Okay. If you're not married, if, if you are not in a relationship where you're willing to like raise the crotch fruit that you ha- that will come out of this, <laughs> make sure you wear a condom every fucking time. Yep. <laughs> That's the thing. No. Put your galoshes on when you go out in the rain. You don't have to wear a condom every time. Just make sure that you're using proper birth control methods. I mean, in fact, an IUD is more secure than a condom. I wear a condom every and, time. <laughs> and in conjunction with the pullout method, it's pretty damn effective. 
it's I, just really effective. I got I got twins on a bank shot. Not something that should have happened. It happened. <laughs> so, that's what, that's every what time, guys. Every time. Glove is really, <laughs> we should we should promote the Thanos glove in uh, schools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you could put the universe into a tube, you'd end up with a, a, a very long tube. Um, probably extending uh, twice the size of the universe because when you collapse the universe it expands and it would be uh, you wouldn't want to put it into a tube picture a hot dog bun and and throw all the stars the hundreds of stars that there are in the universe into a pa into a bag and put the universe into a bag and you all of a sudden they become um, When I was a child, there was thought to be nine planets, but there are now 90 planets. Have y'all ever wondered what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast, hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southern SJW and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? All right, this is Felicia's pick for news this week. She wanted us to read this blog post from the progressive secular humanist on Patheos. And uh, you, you've probably heard this from other outlets, but it only matters coming from us. So here we go. <laughs> An Oklahoma lawmaker by the name of uh, Representative Justin Humphrey, is sponsoring a draconian bill, House Bill 1441, that would require a woman to get written permission from her sexual partner if she wants to have yep. an abortion. Yep. Because apparently, according to this guy, I understand, and I feel like, like that is their body. I feel like it is a separate. And what I call them is, you're a host. A motherfucking okay, host. Okay, that's <laughs> a host. That's yep. that is exactly what we've been saying for a long time is we're not fucking incubators. But second, he goes on to refer to it as if <laughs> you are like a hostess of a party. And my response to that was, then can't I tell everyone to get the fuck out whenever I fucking want to for any fucking <laughs> yeah. reason at all? Oh, there's just there's so much wrong with this one. And I like every little line here. This is one of those stories where I highlight it and like literally everything's <laughs> highlighted because it ends there's up blowing just... <laughs> from space with all the highlighter <laughs> it really is. No, go ahead. But, so read another part. Yeah. Hang on. Let me finish that one there. Uh, and, and, you know, when you enter into a relationship, you're you're going to be that host. And so if you pre know, pre know, oh, pre know, pre know, pre. Okay. What is this? That doesn't arrival? make any fucking sense. Pre know. Hey, that's a spoiler. What? Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, if you pre know that, if you know, how the fuck do you pre know something? I just, oh, all right. If you pre know that, then take all precautions and don't get pregnant. It's on the women. It's completely on the women here. Apparently, absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, so that's what where you're there and pre know everything you're going to be doing. So that's where I'm at. I'm like, hey, your body is your body, and be responsible with it. But if you're irresponsible, then don't claim, well, I can just go and do this with another body when you're the host and you're in, and you invited that in. 
Because not you wanted, if you wanted a dick, it's all of a sudden your responsibility that you got pregnant. And, you know, it, it, like you should have to do all of this, even all right. though you don't want. So I got a hypothetical. Yeah. I got a hypothetical. Um, let's put a baby in let, him. <laughs> yeah, let's put a baby in him. All right, one from now on, every time a woman gets pregnant, this is my proposed uh, thing. Guys have to have a procedure done on their dick that will forever change it. There is a risk of permanent nerve damage and pain Death. with intercourse, but it's rare. Most men aren't going to have that, but it will change your dick forever. Your dick will never, ever, ever be the same. Unless you have but, <laughs> but if she decides to not continue the pregnancy, you don't have to have that procedure. Guy, I swear to God. Okay. Yeah. You know, I want to I want to defend the pre no a little bit because as you started reading this article, I pre knew that he was going to be a piece of shit. So <laughs> you know, we got to give him a little bit of leniency on that one. But I, I mean, the other thing is, let's say um, I, I have an IUD. William and I are very careful. Uh, we we but we're he not can. married. Yeah, <laughs> we're not married. And let's say he dies suddenly, and I then find out I'm pregnant. Guess what? I'm not entitled to any of his life insurance. I'm not entitled to any help. There is nothing that I am going to get to get me through a pregnancy. I am not going to have any support in getting in if I have to take time off. Nothing. There's absolutely nothing. Now uh, we just, were responsible. Just bring it we here. We were. Uh, a four is as easy as three. I can. I can. Yeah. Felicia, <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have. You should have pre-known he was going to die. So deal gonna, with it. Are you going to split the abs for me too? No, I'll just, take gonna... care of, I'll just take care of the part that the Republicans don't want to take care of. That is, you know, raising the child after it's born, after the people are not allowed to have abortions, you know? You know, after my entire my body yeah. has changed. See, that's the thing. Is like you, you, can be, you can be pro-choice and still not like abortion. You know, that's, that's the biggest fucking wrong thing that they're selling people here. Like, it's always, they always want to have this binary thing where it's like, you either oppose abortion or you're you're all completely okay with all abortions all the time like right. look i i'm open for everybody to have a choice it's it's up to the lady i honestly have no fucking say in it unlike this guy in this article here but the thing is i don't like that it has to be done right i because it's sad i mean ultimately it's sad because it's i mean it's it's there's hard no to good the situation there's almost no good situation where a woman needs to have an abortion and i'm not sad i'm not sad for the fetus uh, the fetus doesn't know anything doesn't care doesn't know what's going doesn't on most feel? of the time it's, yeah it doesn't really feel i'm sad for the yeah. adult that has to go through it because that, that is an emotional thing that will never go away regardless no. of the situation whether even if it's something that they wanted to do you know Correct. like because even oh, if it's like a late term no, no, no. I'm not talking late term. I'm just saying, like, uh, if you're early on and you catch it early enough and you just go to the doctor and they do the DNC, everything's done and you're out, like, in 20 minutes kind of thing. Like, in like outpatient kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a e pill. That's not even the e DNC. But I'm saying, even when it comes to that, you know, just something simple like that, there's always going to be that gnawing at the there's back. There's a societal weight that you yeah, that is intrinsically absolutely. on that decision, placed on that decision. Which is why, which is why um, I am pro-abortion whenever a woman chooses to do it yeah exactly yep. i always think it's a good decision to make when she makes that decision now again we're not necessarily talking about late term because that's a whole nother conversation that we're having at that point point. Uh, and i'm not talking... saying that late term is bad i'm not saying that yeah um because late term is necessary it um, sucks though <laughs> yeah oh that's 
worse. Those late term ones are just heart wrenching stories because those are wanted pregnancies. Yeah, those women are. Those are bigly not pregnant. bigly. Yeah, this, these are women <laughs> who have already put their bodies through that. These yep. are women who have already sacrificed their body permanently and then found out that they all for not. Yep. They can't, yeah, all for not that their that it's, their child is going to suffer and die no matter what. Yep. But like, yeah. So basically, yeah. No, it's always a good decision. So back to and this. you know what, yeah. all right, Republicans, sorry. If, Republicans, if you want to really lessen and, and lower the rate of, of, of the decision of needing to have abortions, why don't you loosen some of the restrictions on uh, adopting children and maybe make it affordable? And maybe those families that can handle four or five kids can take those four or five kids without spending the amount of money and the amount of um, overhead to try to get a child. Jesus, Felicia, that was a hell of a cloud that you made on the video there. It yeah, changed it your white balance. That was amazing. <laughs> Go watch it on YouTube, people. You can find this clip out there. Uh, so anyway, back to this Representative Humphrey. Humphrey. Uh, he said that his intent behind the legislation was to let a men have a say, declaring, I believe that one of the breakdowns in our society is that we have excluded the man out of these types of decisions. The man. The man. And now we're inserting ourselves again inside this woman. And I, I heard this from a, another guy that I greatly respect that was talking this news item Sorry. earlier this week. Sorry. No, you're fine. That he said that, but men have already been, they've already been having a say in every fucking yeah, law that they pass. Every fucking yep. stupid little, like, yeah. have, to, have to get the wand up your, vage, your vag to show you the 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 baby that's in well not baby what is it, the zygote that's in there mm-hmm. you know having to show them that having to make them in utah here fucking anest put anesthetic into your somehow into uterus? your womb to into your uterus to make sure the thing doesn't feel pain it doesn't it doesn't feel pain <laughs> the brain stem has not connected to the brain it doesn't work like that it doesn't there is the, the the nerve response is simply that just electro electricity going move move but they don't feel it because you have to have a connection to the brain to feel anything and how do they numb that did they take like a spray bottle full of ben gay and just kind of spray it inside and make sure it's numb oh that'd be terrible <laughs> <laughs> how do they numb that num, 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 you know what <laughs> i want some of that numbing stuff i want it i want to know how they're numbing a uterus entirely because once a month I'd really like to just shut it down. Like, there's a, there's just a not joke there somewhere. Feel... Yeah, I just got to dig I'm not for going it. there. I'm not, I'm not going to look for it, but, you know, <laughs> just looking like the whole, oh, there, there would be a good joke there. Somebody else is going to make it. Please email it to us. Mail Somebody it to Utah, guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let this one finish up here. He says, uh, commenting on the despicable legislation, Amanda Allen, senior state legislative counsel for the Center for Reproductive Rights, said, I would certainly say it's certainly a new low for Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> a new low, that's a, that's a high bar, huh? This mm. is, to my mind, a fruitless effort to shame and stigmatize women who are seeking abortion care, and it is completely and unequivocally unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. The problem is that these men think that they have a right to the fetus that is forming in there. They think they have a right to that because it was their sperm. All they did was I actually blort. had a man the, <laughs> they didn't I actually had a man say to me, it's literally the combination of two people. And I said, actually, it's not. Not at all. Oh, it is not literally the combination of two <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, I was gonna say you used oh, the yeah. actually word. 
I did because it's not. It is the it is a random selection of the conglomeration of all of your ancestors and all of her ancestors. It is not literally the joining of two people. They that child that could potentially be that is born of everyone may resemble their parents or may not and might share some things, but definitely will have things that neither of you have. Like that's the thing of it. It that's that's you have no right. You have no right. And the fact yeah. of the matter is that it's her body. And she has that that the the one growing inside, the fetus growing inside, is using her body, is literally threatening her life in many cases. And she does not have to give her body to that. She doesn't have to do that. And the men have no say over what goes on inside her uterus. Ah, somebody do a thing on his dick. Like, well, as, as a man, I'd like to say it's all tadpoles to me. <laughs> all these people uh, need to go back and read just like old fucking like Gregor Mendel, you know, the, uh, uh, what was he? He was a wasn't he a friar? I think is what he was, or not a friar, or maybe he, he was, was a, a priest. Yeah. He was a priest. He was and a priest. Just go back and look at his whole chart of selection. You know? Yeah, it's pretty illuminating. Like, huh? We can make stronger plants if we, you know, take the best gene. This one crossbreed it with this one, and most likely but we're he, gonna, we're going to get one out of X amount that we make that's going to be that perfect one that we have. You know, exactly because it's a random conglomeration. He it's, had to narrow down the genetic avail- the genetic material yep. to reduce variation. I I stand a full head, almost a full head and a half taller than both my parents. Both me and my brother do, and our appearance is uncannily ex- exactly like a great grandpa. Our great grandpa does looks. So mm-hmm. it's not we don't look a fucking thing like any of our parents do, but I look like great grandparents and my daughters look a lot like my mom in the face in a lot of their facial structure and stuff so it's like it's hit and miss guys it's not going to be your best traits their best traits blah and then you have like your wonderful offspring no they're well at least (laughs) at least it's 50 50 that die that die You know, the ultimate fate of the universe is so dark and mysterious that it generates butterflies in my stomach and that goes to tickles in my spine and that creates goose pimples and then that penetrates my mind and then the the whole big bang explosion. Hey there, LDS Church. You're a bunch of assholes, along with the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, the Union of Orthodox Jewish Congregations of America, the National Association for Evangelicals, the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and Christian Legal Society. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. Like a demon's resume. And you wonder why? No, 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 no. no, no. Why is X Demons would be more ethical. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm always mad at the LDS church because they they make terrible movies for one. But I mean, <laughs> there's, we have there's, to watch. Oh man, yeah. Thanks for this. Hey, we got to watch Saturday's Warrior. 
Mm. Oh yeah, we met a Patreon goal, so we get to watch that movie here pretty soon. So, <laughs> so the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, you know the Mormons, the Mormons, has joined with other religious groups opposing a federal decision to allow transgender students to use bathrooms that correspond with their gender identity. I, you know, this is seriously just about creating an us and them. Uh, we're better. And you sh- and and what they're trying to do is they're trying to create a culture of people. They're creating an illness, and they're trying to tell these people you're sad and broken by making them sad and broken. Only we and have saying, the cure. <laughs> We're the answer. Give us money. Yeah. Give us power. Yeah. Listen to us. That's exact. And I don't even care if they know that's what they're doing or not. That is what they're doing. And you know what this? Oh, go ahead. And, and and the what. <sighs> This is why it keeps coming back to no, they're the fucking snowflakes because the rest of us are going, who the fuck cares? They're just it's a bathroom. Being. It's a bathroom. <laughs> you, you don't, it, it doesn't take anything. It, like nobody's going there and going like, oh, I'm going to take a dump. They're not like, <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody would be like that, but that's, that's exception, not yeah, the there are people so. like laws in place for. But those are generally, those are away. actually generally, it's actually an overwhelming amount of, White men, straight, cis, white men that do that. I'm going to go in there and see little girls. It's like, no. <laughs> you know, and for all of those that have been uh, screaming and yelling about the, the, you know, the church came out uh, and said, oh, no, we totally accept, um, uh, you know, the gay lifestyle or however they, however they put it. Oh, you it. just can't act and, on it. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you just can't act on it and say, well, you know, we understand that. We think everybody's wonderful and everybody's God's children. And uh, we just expect you to fine. be celibate this, for the rest of your this, fucking life. <laughs> this is a, fundamentally uh, denying you shouldn't, you shouldn't, people. You shouldn't be allowed to say that they get a pass because they've historically, consistently, and continue to do things like this against these people. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not stuff like you know uh, we disagree with this and we want to. It is actively they are not us. They are not a part of us, and there will never be mm-hmm. an us. So you guys go ahead and discuss in your little discussions uh, everything you need to, to help everyone out. But we're going to just, you know, kiss it. Suck it. We don't and care. We don't people, care. People wonder why the rate of suicide amongst trans people is so high. Because you have all of these groups, all of these groups actively saying, you're not a person. Yeah. And they're very, very vocal. It's not just that these groups are on the fringe. They're, even if they are on the fringe of, of standard, you know, the way that we are moving as a society is, is more accepting. And they're very, very vocal. They're very loud. And they're powerful, unfortunately. You want to know why? You want to know why society is being more accepting? Because it fucking works. Guess what? We all got shit to worry about. Yeah. So there's somebody who was born a man and calls themselves a woman. Guess what? I got shit to worry about. Okay, you're a woman. Good. I yeah, because I good. Like, yes, you like, do I, you. Because I gotta do me. Deny. I still have to take care of me over here. Yeah, I'm not gonna deny anybody else what they living the life they they need to live. Not saying want to live or choose right. to live. They need to live. This transition is not Absolutely. something you take fucking lightly. You know, have people having dysphoria mm-hmm. is a real goddamn thing. You know, I feel I feel for every one of my trans oh, friends. Well and, oh boy, yes. am I getting a lot more of them these days? Because these people need mm-hmm. allies. People, they need mm-hmm. the shit. And we're yes. not we're not virtue signaling or anything here. We're just saying that, God damn it! In this in these kinds of cases, 
trans they're people deserve to have the lonely. same fucking rights as normal people because they are normal just, people. Just, <laughs> and on, just on top of on top of that, it's yeah, I don't I don't know I'm just, I'm going off on on the ledge right now, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's 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 just so simple to accept someone else for for what they want to do yeah. and or what they need to be and it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like trans people are saying oh well i think today i'll try this i mean it's not a menu that they go uh, i think i want to try it. oh i didn't like that i'm going to try this one and i'm going to try that one it is i have this deep deep push biological push that i need to be this i need to uh, to to fully become myself i need to be you know whatever whatever this is yeah. And it's not, it's not a, Hey, tomorrow I'm, I'll, I'll change. Uh, you know, today I want to be a guy tomorrow. I want to be a girl. Um, so what if and, it was, yeah, yeah see, that, exactly. That like, falls into that whole gender what fluid if thing. It was? Yeah. It doesn't matter to us because yeah, what if, what if it was somebody that today decided that they wanted to try being female because but ultimately so we what? don't have, we don't have time. Not, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm not explaining it right. What I'm saying is it's not a, I, that looks fun. It, it, that's not oh, that's okay. not what yeah. it is yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's Absolutely. not it's not hey guess what i really like that blouse Ooh, i got I more attention doing this no that's right. not that's not exactly. what it is at all. It, no. it's it's a, it's a need and a desire to become yourself on a biological and an emotional level because i've i've and when met, we give and it's a journey known, sorry I've, I've met and known a bunch of non-binary people. right and to hear mm-hmm. their stories of depression and to hear all of the the, the way that the world is crushing in on them because they don't belong in this column A and they don't belong in column B. They might feel more column A today or column B tomorrow. And it's like, just imagine not being able to place yourself like at a, at, at anywhere on a certain spectrum. Like you can't just ultimately say, I'm a man. I am a woman. Be like, I, and also that's also, that'd be tough. We, for we me. can, well, God, we can get so far into these kind of topics, yeah. especially because gender but as a construct, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a whole thing. But that's I want to get to um, the practicality of the issue. Yeah, uh, when we allow more freedom for individuals to pursue their happiness, as long as it, they are, as long as they do not infringe on the rights of others, what well, and most and the vast majority of the time, people just don't. The vast Oh, don't mind is infringement on others rights. oh no no you're fine yeah it's Shit. no you're good remember back yeah you're fine okay. so uh, we the... actually find so good no i really want to finish this thought what we actually find is less infringement on others rights and we find them becoming more productive more engaged better c- citizens in society when we talk on a practical level when we allow this freedom what we actually find is people less devoting less energy and concern and time into just going to the fucking bathroom and they end up using that energy in other ways that actually end up benefiting society as a whole. This isn't just about feelings. You, you conservative dickbags are always like, oh, feelings don't matter. You're right. This isn't about feelings. This is about the practical reality of a better society. It works better for all of us when we just let them do them. Yeah, the pursuit of happiness. I like that. Someone should write that down. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's so good here, one. here's the the church's the uh, listing that they put out here from uh, Curtin McConker. You know, long for law, the law firm for the LDS Church among its clients. 
uh, says that despite disagreements on many points of faith, okay, already you guys mm-hmm. should not even be joining with these people. If you have disagreements on many points of faith, you should not be like, yeah, you're my ally. You know, this isn't like sharks versus jets and all of a sudden new gang comes along. So we need to become buddies. I thought like, this was about our eternal salvation. Yeah, I thought this man. was about eternal salvation. Yeah, that's where they should be focusing on first is, you know, your points of faith, your articles of faith, all of the stuff that you have differences between these other religions on. How about you work all that shit out first before you decide somebody can't take a dump, you know? Yeah. (sighs) Enough with the infighting. You don't have to fight with us. You've got enough infighting. So let's see. What do they say? Uh, We are united in supporting the vigorous free exercise of religion. This is all code. This is all right wing code under the first exercise of religion. Not the free exercise of religion, because now you're infringing on another person's right. The religious the liberty of your religion. Hey, here it is. The, the religious liberty we cherish is threatened by the Fourth Circuit's decision adopting the Department of Education's expansion of Title IX beyond any plausible interpretation. How Citation is it infringing? <laughs> How is it infringing on anyone's rights? What that person is doing has nothing to do with you. If a trans person goes into a bathroom and sexually assaults someone that is infringing on the rights regardless of the bathroom they're in that's infringing on rights but going into the bathroom is not infringing on anyone's rights how is this so difficult for people to understand you know what if you really were concerned you churches about the, the issues of people being sexually assaulted then you would want comprehensive sex education in which we talk about consent and bodily autonomy, but no, you don't want that because you want your God to have bodily autonomy. You don't actually give a fuck about preventing sexual assault. Not at all. Yeah, because if you you keep them dumb and ignorant about what's really going on to them, they're not going to come forward in 20 years saying they were raped. You know, they're not going to... Yeah, you make them scared. Yeah, you make them scared and think that they're wrong in every single situation. You're going to have a nice group of, and I hate using the word sheep, but you're going to have a nice group of sheep. Yeah, do we have them right now? Fucking no. Yep. <laughs> All right, so in, in the it's statement of Fox 13, the LDS Church said its participation in the amicus filing does not represent a change in position, but instead a reinstatement of our belief with many other faith traditions that gender is an eternal characteristic. Like it's Except a shocking thing that we don't know what their belief is. But not all faiths believe that. They sit there and talk about a tradition. But I've got older religions that don't agree. I can pull them up for you that say, eh. Like, it, it, like there, there are religions out there that don't give a fuck about gender. There are cultures out there that, you, that, the, dip, that the gender roles are actually pretty non-existent. Correct. And, Correct. They, 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 and those, those societies actually work pretty well. In fact, most of human history, we didn't have such hardline gender roles. And it actually worked really well for us. And every time we actually lessen the division between male and female, society, our society, America has actually done better. It's can actually the, grown. Can the matriarchy it's take insane. over, please? Can, can it just hurry and take over? Because <laughs> I don't I want to make sure. I, I want death by snoo snoo. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Who doesn't? Am I right? <laughs> all of the skeletons in the cave had fractured pelvises. <laughs> 
stars can be fun. A lot of people say, Donna, you get so wrapped up in the physics of it, don't you have any fun? I say, well, I go up and I look at the stars through my telescope and I see the little dipster, or I see the big dipster. Every star has, its, has a sister star, um, a little bit like two eyeballs. If you can imagine, if, if, if you could see the other side of my eyeball, you'd see a 360 degree eyeball. All right, folks, it's time for the Trump roundup. And you hear me, this is my excited voice. I'm so thrilled to be talking to this guy. Yay. All right. So Donald Trump on this. This is starting from February 11th onward, because that was last week. And they give this to us in a weekly chunk here. Uh, Trump met with Shinzo Abe. Oh, yeah, (laughs) he did. And pretended to have a uh, earpiece in as as Abe was talking in Japanese. And he was like nodding along to it. and like you don't understand a single thing he's saying do you Mr. Trump? and discussing Let's... classified materials in a dining room yeah and you know I, I keep using the term you can't write this shit but i think it, that's getting old i've got to come up with something else he had staffers with cell phone flashlights shining on the documents when when north korea was was after that so they turned a dining table at his mar-a-lago as he's liking to brand it the the Southern White House, or the the White House of the Winter, or whatever the fuck. The Southern it. White House, yeah, that <laughs> the, that's gonna work. Yeah, Jefferson Davis might want to talk to you about that one. <laughs> that's right. I got that. I got some roots in my in my history. There you go, sir. The South will rise again. Uh, again. So anyway, he had this meeting with Japanese Minister uh, Shinzo Abe, and the two played around a golf. Hooray! And <laughs> Obama liked his golf too. That's fine, but Obama liked his golf at Camp David, you know, a secured location that was much more taxpayer friendly. Yeah, yeah. And this Camp is his third third week of going down there at the tune of ten million dollars, on top of the fifteen million that Melania has been having to charge the United States government. So that's a that's roughly you know twenty one thousand homeless veterans that could have had a place to live for a year. Hey, just just throwing this little quick fact in. Um, yeah. uh, apparently, the Obamas, and I haven't cooperated this, so I'm, I'm going off headlines, obviously, but yeah. um, in this case, the Obamas spent $97 million in eight years for mm-hmm. trips. That includes, you know, everything that takes, you know, yeah. head of state and, and security. Um, the Trumps yep. are looking at exceeding that within seven months. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nobody's going to be mad about it. I mean, except us lefties, us us horrible people on the left. Where I've seen some people. I thought we were the. I thought we were the pork and barrel. I thought what we ha- were the overspenders. What happened to the 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 conservative? What 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 happened to that term? That doesn't mean anything anymore. That's a party, isn't that it a doesn't. party? <laughs> Not an know, idea. I, That's a party. If if the right wasn't quite as fucking tilting off of the edge of the earth like right as they are right now. I was aligned a lot more with Republicans when I was a kid. I mean, when I cared, I cared about politics when I was a kid. I've been a wonk my whole fucking life. I've been right and all this shit. So, uh, watch the presidential elections as a kid and everything. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I got born into a fucking Reagan household. So, and the dude won by huge fucking margin. Like you want to talk about a winner, that guy won. And I'm not saying I like Reagan. I'm just saying that he was a populist guy that won just like how Trump won. Except you know he had the popular vote too. But, I uh, think it's pretty swap. And the thing is, is that you look at some of the stuff he said then compared to some of the shit that Trump's saying now, 
or people on the left have been saying now, and Ronald Reagan would be a fucking Democrat nowadays. Oh yeah. I mean, he was before he, you know, you know, I'm sure he, I'm sure he had more aligned with, you know, people's liberty and life and pursuit of happiness. Like we were talking about, instead of saying, you can't do this, you know, anyway. So the, the golf game with Shinzo Abe, man, they had put black, plastic over the doors and windows that were overlooking the golf course so that journalists couldn't witness the meeting. Hmm. Secrecy much, eh? Uh, Pre-known. Pre-known. They came out with a price tag of about $22 billion on the wall that's going to be built on the U.S.-Mexico border. Mm -hmm. Just to build it. That's not maintaining it. it. Not maintain it, not staff it. You know. So, yeah, that's more money that could have gone towards, you know, education literally everything else <laughs> literally everything you could you could buy a whole new fleet of b2 bombers for that if you wanted to and i would feel better about that purchase than <laughs> you building a the fucking wall, wall. <laughs> is nothing it is useless you know what people who are traveling by land across the border are going to start doing if you build a fucking wall other ways first of all the vast majority of illegal immigrants get here by air 60%. That's, that's a strong majority. They fly here and then they overstay their visas. They enter legally. <gasps> ah, uh, Then the other ones come by boat and then there's just some who cross on land and a wall <laughs> they're going to do it. They're just going to figure another way over, you guys. They're just going to do it. Uh, that's if they want to keep coming here and Mexico doesn't surpass us as an economic power because uh, the wall might actually do that. You know, and if you if you really are into the uh, uh, capitalist um, the way of life and helping out, uh, you know, competition, why don't you take that two hundred twenty billion? Is that what it was? Twenty one billion, something like twenty one point twenty two billion, and make some small business loans. Make some. I mean, you give them grants at that at that mm-hmm. price, and guess what? You're going to have your inner city problems. You pop up with a with a a lot of uh, businesses and a lot of um, community stand or community uh, places of gathering, you're going to start solving a lot of problems. Actually, so you throw you money at the problem, there. it usually works. Just throw you money wanna, at it. You want <laughs> to know what would make a lot, lot of short-term money really quickly if you invested that $22 billion in? If you paid off a good chunk of every college student's loans? There you go. Oh, there it is. Uh, they would spend that. They wouldn't just bank it. They, they would spend it. it. How about they that? They would spend it. Because you, you, know know you know what poor people do when you give them money? Spend <laughs> they spend it. it because yeah. they have to spend it. I rarely, I, I save enough, but I'm like, anytime I get like an additional couple of hundred bucks somewhere, and that's that's me talking on a position of privilege because I'm like, yeah, that's a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, I go and buy stuff. I bought Legos. Like, I don't need Legos. I bought Legos. I just you, you know, <laughs> and maybe I'm going to get a hold of all of my student loan um, uh, signers and tell them officially change my name to uh, like Chase Bank, and then wait for my stimulus to come. I know, right? Uh, let's see. There was what else happened? Uh, Trump has started uh, arresting illegal do- illegal aliens in the country. At least yeah, six, regardless states. of crime. Yeah. We're talking, you know, people, oh, wait, but they're here illegally. That's the argument I'm hearing from every asshole on the right. They're here you know illegally. What? It's they a misdemeanor. So are you guys. <laughs> it's a misdemeanor. Actually, 
actually, our Constitution uh, has built into it protections for non-citizens. Turns out uh, there are some things in the Constitution that are particularly uh, for citizens, but then there are others that are for uh, people, such as the due process of law. <laughs> How about that? Okay, we, we could be here for an hour talking about just that one. There's so mm-hmm. much. There's so much coming at us right now. It's crazy. Uh, Justin Trudeau came for a visit. I love that man. And block the handshake. That was pretty fucking funny. No toss. No toxic masculinity there. And I'm not letting you get yours in. And Bring he it. knows what a quantum computer is. That is the sexiest clip I've ever seen in my life. So sexy. God, it's so sexy. What else happened? Uh, Oh, Michael Flynn resigned. Yeah. Michael Flynn, national security advisor, resigned because he was colluding with Russian people prior to the the transition team taking over. Because his umbrella of you can't touch me has uh, expired. Uh, And Trump knew about it for weeks. And then he said that he did nothing wrong. So he said Pence had something to do with it too, if I remember right. Uh, No, no, he. he, uh, I didn't know uh, about that. I didn't know about that at all. In the meeting in which Trump, Bannon, and other advisors—no, I'm kidding. Bannon was in this meeting, uh, where uh, the security professionals told them that Flynn had totally done this thing, talking to Russia about sanctions. Before he was in office, um, that Trump knew about it and didn't invite Pence in, and a, didn't think to tell him. Here's a uh, really interesting statistic that I, I pasted this in our chat earlier. That I don't know if you guys clicked on it or not. So, and I'm bringing this up because this is Trump talk. And so, when a new president comes in, he's supposed to fill a whole lot of key positions, a lot. And yeah, that surprised yeah. him. He had no idea you were supposed to be doing this. Yeah, oops. And the thing is, is that currently, of 549 key positions requiring Senate confirmation, only 14 have been confirmed. 20 are awaiting confirmation. These are all ones that Senate has to vote on. And 515 are awaiting a nomination. There are 515 positions that he has not decided on entering a name in. But there's a there's a reason for that, because the the Democrats are obstructionists. Oh, they're they're taking so long. <laughs> they're taking so long to give me everything that I want. Like, um, you have the you have the Secretary of State. You don't have a deputy. You don't have a deputy secretary. You don't have a legal advisor. You don't have a chief financial officer. Like all of these off things under the office are not there. How many jobs can each one of my kids have? All of the ambassadors, an ambassador to every country. Literally every country, Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Belize, Venezuela, Canada. They're talking about floating, uh, what's her fucking name? Uh, Sarah Palin for that one. Oh, oh God. Yeah, that's the over closest well Canada. to him. I mean, she could see him from her doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> see him from our, wait, no, see him from her backyard. That's what it was. A, yeah. We don't have an ambassador to India. We don't have an ambassador to Japan, Afghanistan, Denmark, Morocco, Saudi Arabia, Netherlands, Bolivia, Australia, Belarus. Like, Morocco is actually one of our allies. Morocco is actually, we have like military operations going on there. We kind of need these. At that point, you just go, hey, you like doing that? Okay, you keep doing that. If if you can't come up with something better and it's not causing a problem, maybe Trump should just say, hey, you know what? Oh, but Obama's attached. Never mind. Never mind. Obama. I answered my own question. 
I answered my does, own question. Does this guy think that like once he gets the head of it picked, that all of a sudden they're going to nominate, you know, based on that? I mean, he, he doesn't a- work. This is what I keep saying. Like he hasn't actually done anything in his life ever. He's this got all the best people just waiting. He'll he'll be surrounded by the best. He's well, just he's just fed his ego for years, and any success in his businesses has been nothing to do with him ever, ever. How about uh, his meeting with Netanyahu that he had this week, where you oh, know asking <laughs> whether he has a, an opinion about a two state or one state solution? And he's like, uh, <laughs> whatever not. they're comfortable with, whatever you know, uh, we'll we'll work on that. We'll go on and like he came out and he said to Bibi Netanyahu, the guy who's been pushing his Zionist fucking way of doing things. You know, I'm going to expand into the West Bank. We're going to expand our settlements. We're going to do this, this, and this. Trump's like, yeah, I'd like you to stop doing that. Yeah, Which maybe, I was like, maybe stop. You think just can just we, delay it for a little while. We'll talk about Give it. We'll, we'll make a deal. And BB was looking at the camera like, "Are you kidding?" He has no idea. <laughs> like, he has no idea. This man is a simpleton. He has no idea what he's doing. Oh, and the press conference. Fuck, we had the press conference. Yes, oh God, yes, that was yes. neat, wasn't it? Mm. Was I'm really neat. not a bad person. I have great ratings. I'm not a bad person, but you know, oh, the ratings were really conference. good in a press conference. <laughs> he talked about his win. Yet again, and both yeah. with the net, net, net yeah, Netanyahu. Nah. When somebody was asking him if he's anti-Semite, and or you know, no, he's asking about the the recent uh, uptick, of right? Yeah, and anti-Semitic, yeah. And he's like, and, "What? What the fuck did he say?" He's like, "I had the, I had, I won the electoral college vote. It was a large margin, like not really." Man. They, that actually, re- the, that the journalist reporter, was like, mm, really? "That reporter that called him on that bullshit is my favorite guy." Because, I mean, he just flat out, no, that's not it. it you know, can we trust you? you what did they, oh, I don't know. This Fake stuff news. was just handed to me. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was just reading what was handed to me. I don't, I don't know what it says. Oh, you dumb son of a bitch. And, of course, we're skipping over a lot of stuff because, I mean, oh, there's just so much that happened. And we, we don't have infinite time on podcasts. So uh, Donald Trump kicked off this Friday as we're recording this on a Saturday, recording that that his after the Thursday press conference, Rush Limbaugh said, I had one of the greatest ever press conference. Oh, wow. You what, how do you measure that? You don't Stupid. want praise. It's not. Rush it's, Limbaugh. Uh, he's just, he's just, he's a genius platitude speech. Uh, I, I, that's it. He only speaks in platitudes and, and it's just, people eat that up. They eat it up. They love it. So Admiral Harward, who he had picked to replace uh, Michael Flynn, rejected the position of national security advisor uh because he called the position a shit sandwich because uh-huh. of this guy being i mean it's reported i don't know if it's completely true but that's amazing because that sounds exactly like military jargon that you would hear oh uh, yeah oh now he's shit. gonna now he's gonna pick keith kellogg because to replace michael flynn you know the guy that's been running it interim since his guy stepped down this week because he's a national fucking disgrace and no one's investigating no one well, the fbi is but not the oversight committees or anything um chaffetz <sighs> the ways and means committee can ask for his tax return they can legally do that and mm-hmm. they're not going to no there's nothing no. to see here nothing to worry about and then we talked earlier about making chris christie eat the meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> and he says oh that's what it's like to be with trump like that sounds like the fat friend from like every you're, like 80s you're not movie. eating that you're eating this like he's like what am i gonna do if i want to hang around the popular people i gotta do what they say like no yeah. 
self-esteem, Chris. Self-esteem. You're you murdered somebody by closing down a bridge, you fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. You're gonna tell me you can't make your own dinner decision and be like, no, actually, I'm not gonna have the the meatloaf. I'm, you're gonna have this dick. You know why? Why, why wouldn't you use that as a golden fucking opportunity? That would. I don't know. Chris Christie, I, I, king of great decisions. Amazing. The best decisions. He's the greatest. Except, you, you know, I only surround my people with amazing. Almost. Uh, <laughs> so here's a couple of tweets that he said earlier this week. The real scandal here is that classified information is illegally given out by the intelligence. Like oh, candy. you mean like the kind that you called on? The kind you called on against uh, your opponents in the election? You hypocritical piece of shit. How about this one? The Democrats had to come up with the story as to why they lost the election and so badly. In parentheses, oh, well, 306. Like, mm-hmm. that's a beating. That's not a sound beating. You know? You need, 270, you, you need 270 to win. You won by 20... I'm sorry. You, need, you won by 36. No, we got 304. He yeah, says two electors... He says he says three oh six. He keeps saying it, but it's wrong. He won by three oh four. Three oh four. So they made it's up a story. Two, Russia. Two electors. Two electors didn't vote for him. They voted for Clinton. They switched their vote. Two electors. He won by three oh four. He didn't even win by three oh six. Fake news. Fake news. It's fake. Totally fake. <laughs> or he called out Mark Cuban. <laughs> you know, another really like really rich do? guy. You know. He said, I know Mark Cuban well. He backed me he backed me big time, but I wasn't interested in taking all of his calls. He's not smart enough to run for president. I'm sorry, if you're a billionaire, don't run for president. You don't really need to. You don't. I, I couldn't imagine what I would do with my time if literally money was not an object. <laughs> Go out and But see that the Trump has never lived a day in his life without having every want and desire taken care of. All he wants is power and control and, and adoration. Like, and that's what he thinks he's going to get as president is adoration. No, no. <laughs> that's why he's having why monarchies are so bad. Hmm. Yeah, he's, he's actually kicked off the 2020 campaign trail today as we're recording oh, this God, because he's having another one of his fucking Hitler rallies in Florida, but the crowd there was looking kind of sparse, not quite as heavy as it was last year. I don't know. Maybe because yeah, people are tired of campaigns, you know. The same I'm, re- guy I'm, that, uh, I'm ready to, to throw something into that, by the way. Um, I, I read about this. I need to do, obviously, a little more research, but you guys can reach out there and do this. Uh, Trump has filed his candidacy paperwork for 2020. Yeah. Uh, uh, Which, that was actually a sly move to be able to legally pay his hotels. Well, and on top of that, um, it also limits a lot of uh, 501c3s from saying he's doing terrible because you cannot endorse certain candidates and certain parties. Well, here's yep. the thing. Uh, or, or here's the thing. I, I heard something about that one. Andrew Torres, I think, talked about it where he's yep. like, you can have yep. an organization that lobbies. You know, it just can't be 50C, 503c. It could be like, what is it, 504 or something like that. Yeah, it's a 50, yeah. Uh, like a political yeah, action yeah, committee or something. 501, yeah, 501 Nobody, C4. Yeah, nobody really cares about mm-hmm. fucking legal codes. <laughs> we yeah, try so to be. At, so. that, <laughs> at that point, we you know, care. So, we care. We care. Church, exactly. And if a church calls something out, uh, I mean, it's 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 well-recorded history that the IRS is not going to investigate anything, and they're not going to yeah. pull any kind of a, a, a tax-exempt status from a 501c3 if they support something like that with a religious connotation behind it, but any others such as 
you know, there's the 501c3s are all over the, all over the place, but some that have a lot of voice um, and they're saying Trump is this and Trump is that. No, you can't do that. I mean, it's actually a genius move. It's terrible, but he's got that in his back pocket or he doesn't. His, he his handler do. Bannon did that. Yeah. <laughs> Bannon did that. He doesn't and know this shit. So there, if someone endorses him, they're going to say, "Oh, we didn't, we didn't hear about this." But if someone is vehemently out there making a movement and it can be connected to five one c three, they're going to shut him down. They're going to say, "You've got to stop talking." This has got to end because uh, you can't do that. It's illegal. Yep. Ridiculous. Terrible. I, I'm sure we've left quite a bit stuff out. I mean, there's I've. I'm not burnt out on it yet. I mean, I'm following it every goddamn day. Like I literally wake up and do the status report, you know, where you go and yep. check to see what the fuck he said. But I mean, it's what not gonna, it's right. not gonna change until the guy's gone. Until he's gone, I'm not gonna be able to sleep like I used to. I'm not gonna go to bed thinking, ah, America, I live in a great country. You know? Yep. Agreed. Do you know that when you look at a planet and you see that light, that planet's not even there? That's just a light. That's just your neighbor shining a flashlight right into your yard looking for coons. And he says, what are you doing in my backyard with that flashlight? And I told him, I'm shining, I'm shining in your window so I can teach your son about the universe. He said, get out of my yard. Why are you communicating to my son? Why are you in all black behind my bushes shining a light into my house? And I said, I'm teaching your son about the universe. I'm shining a light shining a light right in there and exploring his room as he's looking out and exploring the universe. I turn the light off and I see your son go to bed and I turn the, sh the light back on and I do swirls on his wall like a comet's tail. I do this every night with your son. Come to the Atheist of Utah's Great Minds Gala this Saturday, February 25th. Uh, get your tickets now because they will not be sold at the door. Uh, we're doing this as a favor to the atheist community that we're involved with because you know we have people like dan ellis kyle's one of the people that works with the atheist of utah felicia was at one time with the atheist of utah no longer but the thing is they are a great organization doing great things in the state uh so join them on february 25th get your tickets now like i said not sold at the door the details are it is at 6 p.m till midnight on saturday 25th of february there are hors d'oeuvres served from 6 to 7 p.m dinners from 7 to 8 30 after party starts at 9 p.m. to midnight, and the venue is at Church and State, and you can Google that. It's about, it's like 400 South, 300 East, yeah, right across the street from the library. Uh, if you are a member, the tickets are 80 bucks. If you're a non-member, the tickets are 90 bucks. And if you just want to come to the after party from 9 to midnight, tickets are $25. It is definitely a 21 and over event. Parking is limited, but tracks is only like a half a block away. Uber or Lyft is encouraged because if you're going to be having drinky drinks, it's best to, you know, ride the Uber. Uh, formal dress is encouraged, but not required. And the highlights include entertainment. There is a live music. There is live music during the dinner. So about an hour and a half of live music. There's a body painter going to be doing a nebula painting on Rory Thompson, one of our local people. Uh, there is going to be an aerialist act. There's going to be belly dancers. There is going to be a fabulous silent auction. Fabulous. Uh, with so many amazing baskets. I've seen a lot of these already. Some of them are fucking really great. We've got the guys from the Nerd Dome podcast. Well, sorry, the Nerd Store is doing it. I say Nerd Dome podcast because Kyle's involved with them. Uh, but there's geeky stuff, boozy stuff, cultural stuff, artsy stuff, delicious stuff. And I think Dan's making one of like some of the worst things in Utah or something. I, he's making like a joke one, I think. Uh, benefits 
all go to the Atheist of Utah, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. The food is going to be catering by Olives and Time, which is owned by two Iraqi sisters who came here as refugees. Uh, we found them through the Spice Kitchen Incubator, which is a really cool thing that there there are a lot of businesses out there trying to in, like encourage small businesses being made. So a, a food, a Spice Kitchen Incubator is like a they give them the kitchen that they need before they can actually afford a restaurant. So, so they can do like food truck, food prep kind of stuff like that. They teach them how to become a business that do this kind of thing. They provide free coaching and commercial kitchen space for refugees creating food food businesses. Um, and they have a new spice to go program. So check them out. Uh, every Thursday, beginning March second, pick up traditional dinners from the Spice Kitchen entrepreneurs. Individual two pack, four pack. SpiceKitchen.org. Go check it out. Uh, and this is sponsored by Church and State, as who is a business incubator, not not the kitchen incubator, but a business incubator. So there's small businesses out there they provide free coaching resources to entrepreneurs in all fields and unlike most incubators they don't ask for anything in return they're not asking for a chunk of your business so that's pretty fucking cool and they're funded through community partnerships by renting out retail and event space like the atheist of utah gala that's going to be coming up so check them out uh and that's about all we got for that one hope to hope to see some of you guys there unfortunately i won't be there felicia won't be there i don't know if jeff's going jeff you going to that Eh, to be determined. To be determined. Ooh, maybe. Anyway, maybe we'll one day. We're gonna do. We're gonna do some stuff in the future. Just definitely not, not this week. God, this week. <laughs> and by the way, I've provided a basket. Oh, you got a basket out there. Yeah. You oh, that's fun right. With that one. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know all about that one. We chatted about that. Indeed, sir. Indeed. So yeah, go check it out. It's it's supposed to be a really good time. If you're listening to this post the 25th of February, uh, you missed it. Sorry. It'll come around again next year. But that's it. That's and our maybe public, I'll see you there. That is our public service announcement from uh, Utah Outcast for the Atheist of Utah. Go check it out. Okay, so that does it for this week's uh, current events. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode coming out on Wednesday, which is going to be our feature show. Uh, this week, we are only doing Fun with Real Audio, I believe. Maybe... Maybe get a bit of a rant out of the way. I'm not I'm not too sure on that. However, before we completely wrap up for this section of the show, I wanted to thank all the amazing patrons who support us each week. So many thanks go out to our sustaining patrons, Dan Ellis, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Danny Lopez, and Mike Bowman for all the help and love that they've shared with us. But a crap ton, a literal crap ton of extra love goes to Marissa McCool for being our number one patron. Thank Hello, so sister. Thank you so much, Rachel. and especially with all that sexy purple this week. Mm-hmm. So, if you too wish to support the work that we do each week, make sure you go to Patreon.com/slash/UtahOutcast. We have uh, lots of different reward tiers, and they're worth it because you put a lot of work into this thing, man. You, you get easily about an hour of uh, uncut stuff that you don't get, and we get done talking about news, and it's completely off to a completely different fucking topic. Uh, it's amazing how we can do that. But. Fully uncircumcised. <laughs> really? No, no, wait. No, no, you're talking about the show. Sorry. Uh, okay, so, yeah. Let me get back to the topic here. Uh, money is not the only way to get a shout out, but it sure helps. However, if you don't have the budget, a quick review or subscribe on whatever app that you catch us on or whatever uh, helps a ton. And we'll make sure to give you due praise, like the multitude of followers we gained after a tweet I made was slightly viral. So, really quick, on YouTube, we have RM Fishing. Atheist Airwaves, Secular Yakking, and Beyond the Trailer Park that has subscribed to us this week. And on Twitter, we have 
Alex Marash, Rebecca Shumway, The Angry Left, D. Crap Chopra, uh, D. Crap Chopra. That's funny. Uh, Joanne Kazikia, <laughs> uh, Jacqueline Stevens, Xander Blake, Monster Music, Stella Marie, Albert Sevenson, Maybridge, Beyond Dead, Matt Maroney, some guy who uses two brackets for his name. Thank you all so much for putting up with all my Twitter nonsense. Uh, and a final thanks to the panel, Jeff, Alicia, thanks for coming out and for their time and energy. But we'll catch you on Wednesday. And remember, you're welcome. We love me.
died. Oh, I was Freaking. waiting for the, the, the laughter. No. Yeah. Wait, wait. Nope, still not here. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's in the bottle of it, maybe it's in the bottle of uh, the, the bottom of, of this glass of wine. <laughs> probably. Sweet probably. wine. <laughs> oh, fun. They tell me I'm supposed to spit this stuff out, but no way. It tastes just like fruit. <laughs> some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. <laughs>